Good evening. This is All India Radio and I'm Saira Mujtaba with the news at 9. The headlines International Court of Justice rules in favor of India stays Kulbhushan Jadhav's execution Union cabinet approves setting up of National Medical Commission replacing Medical Council of India also gives nod for doubling of 143 kilometers of rail line in Assam Home Minister Amit Shah says all illegal migrants in the country will be identified and deported Parliament passes National Investigation Agency Amendment Bill with Rajya Sabha approving it unanimously. And Indian archer Deepika Kumari clinches silver at 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games test event. International Court of Justice ICJ has ruled in favor of India and state Kulbhushan Jadhav's death sentence. In its verdict today, the court at the Hague directed Pakistan to provide effective review and reconsideration of his conviction and sentences. It affirmed Jadhav's right to consular access and notification and directed Pakistan to give him consular access. 15 out of 16 judges ruled in favor of India on merits in the case relating to international Kulbhushan Jadhav who is currently on death row in Pakistan. The ICJ said that Jadhav's death sentence should remain suspended until Pakistan effectively reviews and reconsiders the conviction and sentence in light of Islamabad's breach of Article 36-1, that is, denial of consular access and notification. In its order, ICJ said that Pakistan deprived India of the right to communicate with and have access to Kulbhushan Jadhav to visit him in detention. and to arrange for his legal representation and thereby breached obligations under Vienna Convention on Consular Relations. A retired Indian Navy officer, Jadha, was sentenced to death by a Pakistani military court on charges of espionage and terrorism in April 2017. India approached the Hague-based ICJ in May 2017 against Pakistan for denying consular access to Jadha. India has welcomed the verdict of the International Court of Justice ICJ in its favor in the case relating to Kulbhushan Jadhav. In a statement, External Affairs Ministry spokesperson Ravish Kumar said the court by a vote of 15 to 1 has upheld New Delhi's claim that Pakistan is in egregious violation of Vienna Convention on Consular Relations 1963 on several counts. We welcome the judgment delivered by the International Court of Justice in the Hague in favor of India in the case relating to Shri Kulbhushan Jadhav. The court, by a vote of 15 to 1, has upheld India's claim that Pakistan is in egregious violation of the Vienna Convention on Consular Relations 1963 on several counts. We also appreciate the direction by the International Court of Justice that Pakistan should review and reconsider the conviction and sentence given to Shri Jadhav by the Pakistan Military Court. Mr Kumar said New Delhi also noted that the court has directed that Pakistan is under an obligation to inform Mr Jadhav without further delay of his rights to get access to Indian consular offices in accordance with Vienna convention. The spokesperson said India expects Islamabad to implement the directive immediately. He said the judgment validates India's position on the case and it will continue to work vigorously for Kulbhushan Jadhav's early release and return to India. 
Prime Minister Narendra Modi has welcomed ICJ's verdict in The Hague and congratulated the ICJ for a verdict based on extensive study of facts. In a tweet, the Prime Minister said, Truth and justice have prevailed. He said he's sure Kulbushan Jadhav will get justice. Mr. Modi said his government will always work for the safety and welfare of every Indian. External Affairs Minister Dr. S. Jai Shankar spoke to Kulbushan's family. In a tweet, Dr. Jai Shankar said he applauds their courage. Congress has also welcomed the ruling by the International Court of Justice in the Kulbushan Jadhav case. The party said it is a big win for India and will continue to pray for his early return. The Union Cabinet has approved National Medical Commission Bill 2019. The bill provides for setting up of a National Medical Commission in place of Medical Council of India and repeat the Indian Medical Council Act 1956. The features of the bill include the common final year MBBS exams will be known as National Exit Test or NEXT which would serve as licentiate exam for entrance to postgraduate medical course and as screening test of foreign medical graduates. Briefing media in New Delhi this afternoon, Information and Broadcasting Minister Prakash Javadikar said, the bill provides that the national entrance test that is NEET, Common Counseling and NEXT will also be applicable to institutes of national importance or INIs like AIMS to have common standards in the country. Presently, NEET examination as well as the examination by All India Medical Council are being held. Examinations are multiple at present. Now, there will be an exit exam that will allow students to practice as medical practitioners. Mr. Javadikar said the commission will regulate fee and all other charges for 50% seats in private medical colleges and deemed universities. These measures will ensure a transparent admission process and also bring down admission fee. Mr. Javadikar said Cabinet Committee on Economic Affairs, CCEA, has approved 2,880 megawatt Dibang multipurpose project in Arunachal Pradesh at the cost of 1,600 crore rupees. He said this will be the highest dam in the country with a height of 278 meters once completed. The estimated completion period for the project will be 9 years. On completion, Arunachal will get 12% free power from the project. CCEA has given its approval to the doubling of 142.97 km long railway line between New Bongaigao and Akthori Vairangiya in Assam. The total estimated cost of the project is around 2,042 crore rupees and will be completed by 2022-23. It will traverse through Bongaigaon, Baksha, Barpeta, Nalbari and Kamrup districts of the state. The CCEA has also given its approval for construction of an 81-kilometer-long new railway line between Sehjanwa and Dhori Ghat in Uttar Pradesh at an estimated cost of around 1,319 crore rupees. The CCEA has also given its approval for construction of 150-kilometer-long third railway line between Allahabad and Pandit Deen Dayal Upadhyay Junction, previously known as Mughal Sarai Junction in Uttar Pradesh. Briefing Media Railway Minister Piyush Goyal said, these projects will generate direct employment. Economic viability or economic necessity. The purpose behind these three projects is economic viability and necessity and enhancing railways capacity. The projects will create about 90 to 100 lakh man days work in infrastructure development. Infrastructure development may be 
This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Home Minister Amit Shah today said that the government will identify illegal immigrants staying in any part of the country and deport them as per international law. Replying to supplementaries on National Register of Citizens (NRC) like register in other states besides Assam, Mr. Shah said in the Rajya Sabha that the NRC is part of the Assam Accord and was also an election manifesto of BJP on which the government came to power. In a written reply to a question in the Rajya Sabha, Minister of State for Home Nityanand Rai said, "NRC in Assam will be published as per the direction of the Supreme Court." He also said the government has taken several measures to check illegal migration in the country. He said these include erection of fencing on international boundary, enhanced vigil by border guarding forces, as well as use of technology for border guarding and smart fencing. Parliament has passed the National Investigation Agency Amendment Bill 2019 with the Rajya Sabha approving it today unanimously. The Lok Sabha has already passed the bill. The legislation aims at enhancing the jurisdiction of NIA to investigate scheduled offences committed outside India, targeting Indians as well as Indian assets. The latest amendment will enable the NIA to additionally investigate offences related to human trafficking, counterfeit currency, manufacture or sale of prohibited arms, cyber terrorism, and offences under the Explosive Substances Act 1908. It also provides for constituting special courts for the trial of scheduled offences such as human trafficking and cyber terrorism. Replying to a debate on the bill, Home Minister Amit Shah assured the House that the NIA will be able to deal with the cases related to terrorism against Indian citizens abroad and against the interest of the country. He said it is not appropriate to raise fingers on the efficiency of this agency. Mr. Shah also assured the House. that the narendra modi led government will not allow misuse of the act the supreme court today directed that the 15 rebel mlas of the congress jds coalition in karnataka should not be compelled to take part in the proceedings of the state assembly the assembly is slated to decide on the confidence motion moved by the hd kumarasamy led government in the state tomorrow a bench headed by chief justice ranjan gogoi also said Assembly Speaker K R Ramesh Kumar was free to decide on the resignations of the rebel legislators within the time frame decided by him. The court said the speaker's decision be put before it. Reacting to the judgment, Speaker K R Ramesh Kumar said he will take a decision that in no way will go contrary to the constitution, the court and the Lokpal. BJP has welcomed the verdict. Party General Secretary Murali Dhar Rao said in a tweet that the apex court while accepting assembly speaker as the authority to decide resignation issue has clearly directed him to do it fast without delay mr rao said there is no question of disqualification now bjp state president bs yadurappa said it is a victory of constitution and democracy and a moral victory for the rebel mlas kumar swami last is mandated tomorrow is going to move confidence motion when there is no majority automatically he must resign tomorrow i welcome the supreme court decision it is a victory of constitution and democracy the congress has termed the supreme court order on the political crisis in the state as bad judgment which seemed to protect the defectors and encourage horse trading in a series of tweets karnataka pradesh congress committee kpcc president 
Dinesh Gundu Rao termed it an extraordinary order. More from our correspondent. Welcoming in the Supreme Court direction on Karnataka political crisis, Rebel Congress JDS MLAs camping in Mumbai said that there was no question of going back on their resignation from the Assembly or attending the session. In a video released to the media today, Rebel Congress MLA BC Patil said that they are happy with the decision of the Supreme Court. Flanked by 11 other Congress JDS MLAs who have quit, he said that they are all together and whatever decision they have taken, at any cost, no question of going back on the resignation or attending the Assembly. The Assam government has intensified relief and rescue measures in flooded areas. 57 lakh people in 29 districts are reeling under the fury of flood, though most of the rivers are receding. 10 persons lost their lives due to flood in the last 24 hours. The Army, NDRF, SDRF and Civil Administration evacuated over 14,000 people today. In Bihar, government would start disbursing 6,000 rupees to each flood-affected family from 19th July. Principal Secretary of Disaster Management Department, Pratyay Amrit, told media persons in Motihari that the amount would be given directly in bank accounts of aggrieved families. Large-scale damage has been reported to public and private properties and standing crops in 12 districts. 27 lakh people have been affected due to floods. India's top-ranked woman archer Deepika Kumari today clinched a silver medal at the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games test event after going down to 18-year-old Korean Ansa in straight sets. Ranked fourth in the qualification round, Deepika found the going tough against the second seed, who produced fine shooting including a flawless third set to clinch the match 6-0 in her favour. At the ISSF Junior World Cup, Anish Banwala today claimed gold in 25 meters rapid fire pistol competition to continue India's dominance in the tournament in Seoul, Germany. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. International Court of Justice rules in favor of India, stays Kulbushan Jadhav's execution. Union Cabinet approves setting up of National Medical Commission replacing Medical Council of India, also gives nod for doubling of 143 kilometers of rail line in Assam. Home Minister Amit Shah says all illegal migrants in the country will be identified and deported. Parliament passes National Investigation Agency Amendment Bill with Rajya Sabha approving it unanimously. And Indian archer Deepika Kumari clinches silver at 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games test event. For details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com. That's all in the news at 9. Good night.